The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes. So, it was a performance displaying vim, vigor, courage, passion, fire, consisting of honesty, integrity, professional pride, and... Oh, no, that was just Conte's press match conference after the match, after an insipid 3 all draw, uh, after winning 3-1 uh, with 15 minutes to go uh, against bottom-placed Southampton. Um, uh, I still don't quite see... Uh, people have called it like the most uh, volatile press conference ever known to man, and I've watched the the whole seven minutes of it, and um, immediately I thought, well, this is just Burnley all over again. Uh, he didn't have the opportunity to do have a Burnley moment this season because he's had his gallbladder exploding, but he probably would have done it before if he was around. But uh, he has one shot at this every season because you can't behave like this all of the time. But he has this one. Um, uh, he has the one moment in the season where he can actually play this card, this Joker card, which mm. is everybody shit, burn everything, and I'm going to napalm the lot of you. Um, and uh, that's all I that's all I see. It. Um, what did you make of the um, the press conference? We'll go through the game afterwards. Yeah, um, yeah. That's I mean, there's a lot of it. I think. I think what adds to his frustration is the fact that he's not speaking in Italian. Yeah. So he's having to think of the fucking words to say it in English while remaining angry, but not yeah. losing your words and getting shit wrong. So I feel like yeah. that just, just turns it up a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, he, I mean, he's, a lot of the stuff he said isn't wrong. You know, it's just the way no, that he not. delivered it would suggest that... Uh, yeah, he doesn't really have any responsibility no. for things being the way that they are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as you say, he, he did it last season. He did it last season. It's, yeah. his, it's, his, it's his get out of jail free card. You get one a year. But I definitely yeah, think there's sadly, something you in that. To to teach yeah, I think there's definitely something in that. In the uh, English isn't his first language, and I did look up the word selfish in Italian. I think it's egoista. And I, we have a bad. We don't. We think of it in a slightly negative context, or a more negative context than the Italians do. Um, it's kind of more self-centered. It's more yeah. um, preserving yourself, not sticking your head above the parapet because you're worried that you'll fail. So you play slightly safe. So you play slightly within yourself. So it's it's a very complicated. Um, and, and Conte's not stupid enough to think that oh, all my teammate, all, all my my entire team is greedy. He knows that yeah. everybody comes oh, at cool. it completely different yeah. ways. Somebody turned up last week in a Pedro Porro situation. You've got guys who've been here forever. You've got guys that played with Pochettino when they apparently liked all this stuff. Uh, we, it's true we don't have a team because a lot of these guys haven't played enough together uh, well, to be a team. Um, so, but yeah, mm. egoista isn't quite isn't quite the same thing. Yes, and he's battling with this with the language barrier thing um, that we've got to be slightly cautious about. Um, but uh, in in its purest sense, I don't really have that much of an issue with it. Um, 
uh, yeah, there is that that element of language barrier that we've got to take into account. Uh, but it is this Burnley moment all over again. Um, uh, yeah, I think anybody, if you're consi- if you're three one up against the bottom of the league, you're hurting quite bad. So yeah. I think he's kind of just yeah. lashed out in a sense, and even his tone of voice changed. Uh, normally, it's almost uh, inaudible, slightly imperceptible. Everything's, ah, oh, we must suffer. It is difficult. Uh, sure, character, you know, all that shit. But this was, yeah. it was like a couple of octaves higher. <laughs> and it was essentially the man that we probably hear. That's the voice of him in um, training every day. That, that, that level of um, no. slightly out, out of it, um, <laughs> uh, so which was which was great. I I I don't really have that much of a problem. And if you are frustrated by your lack of lack of words, um, it, it makes everything appear completely stripped down. But um, I I think we just got to tread carefully with um, his way of um, communicating. Because as I say, yes, it's, it's yeah. his second language. So yeah. the three or three, he's hurting really bad. Uh, he hasn't been here a, a good bit of the season, crucially when we needed him, when it was um, around the uh, the cup games. Um, and so he's just feeling it now. He said that he, he was hiding stuff before. Of course, he's hiding stuff before because last season he couldn't have come at the team um, quite so vociferously. As as now because you don't just walk into a new team oh, and immediately go you're all idiots you're all selfish bastards. Um, yes, yeah. that you can't you can't do it. But a year later you can yeah. because you've sat there and watched them and observed them and you see where you are and you've seen where they can be counted and where they can't and where this team needs building or mm. teams we thought in areas that we thought were correct they're not correct and how they they're shifting parts and they all change determinant depending on how. Each constituent part is, is working together in an organism, all of that shit. With the yeah. nagging feeling that he's not going to be here anyway. Um, so we're just preparing for next season as, as, as best we can. Um, yes. did, you see, um, did you see Hoybier and Kulisevsky's? Like they were both asked separately, yeah. obviously, yeah. Uh, about the comments. Hmm. Um, and yeah, Hoybier apparently with kind of like well he needs to be a bit more specific mm. like not in the way that he conducts himself day to day or the way that they train or anything but it's like if you're going to talk shit and say that things are being done wrong or something's mm. wrong you kind of need to be specific or he's saying you need to be specific about who motherfucker yeah sure and similarly uh, Kulisevsky was like I know I can look in the mirror yeah and have no issue so again both of them are like I know this prick ain't talking about me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, as yeah. far as I'm aware, they're the only two. I think I read that Harry Kane is is not going to be doing an interview before the England game specifically yeah. because no. he, he he's obviously going to get asked about that shit and yeah, he can't. Yeah, I I heard that he Pedro Poro actually there was hadn't Poro even seen it. Well. Yeah, it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had to show it to him, and again he was kind of like. I'm, not, I'm staying well away from that one. I'm not, yeah, I'm that one's not for me. He's not going to be definitely not talking about me. Exactly. You yeah. can't be talking about him. So, it's like, woo, so that's goes, three oh. out of the way then. Yeah. So it's narrowing. But the issue is narrowing, narrowing down. 
you've essentially picked the same guys over and over and over again. I know, yeah. Yeah. And if if their spirit isn't right, then why the fuck are you picking them consistently? Yeah. Just over and over and over and over and over again. What the fuck are you expecting? Yeah. It's, I think was, the, only thing, the only reason it's doing is to get some kind of reaction out of them. It's, it's nothing to do. It's no specifics. There's no oh, single God. person. Um, he has to have 11 guys on the pitch. Um, as he, he doesn't play with anybody else. You have to, you have to have 11 guys on the pitch. So somebody has got to be out there. Um, and, uh, he, he just wants to put a fire up their ass. That's all it is to salvage yeah. anything yeah. If at all out of, uh, get, you know, playing Newcastle, Liverpool and Brighton. Um, you know, he's hurting really bad. He knew that after three, one, you're, you're beating the bottom table team in a situation where points are very precious and you're chucking them away, which means that you've got to go to Anfield and get a result because that's what, that's what this is now. I was hoping that we would yeah. have enough points that where it would, there would be a cushion and we could lose at Anfield and it wouldn't have any different, but uh, we're going to have to do it the hard way and that's that's fine, we did it the hard way last year I, I think it's less likely without Benton Kerr, Basuma and our keeper um, but and now uh, Rich Allison's <laughs> yeah. out again and Son's shit and Kulu can't score any goals you know um, there's a bit of me that like the idea of every time that he's talked about the players the players, I, I just imagined in my head he was just talking about Son so every time he said the players Son, you, Son <laughs> every single time, every single time there's a moment where, who are we talking about? It's Son, uh, because uh, he's completely hung him out to dry uh, this year. Um, you know, Kane scored a load of goals, but four goals between Kulu and, and Son is extraordinarily low. Um, yeah. Uh, for us, and who's to say yeah. that this 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 is the fire? This is the fire, Son. I need fucking more from you. I need I need a bit of production here, um, and hopefully that will that will that will help with that because um, you know yeah we we've gone through all the stuff the, the World Cup fucked us and everybody's slightly coasting. Uh, you know, Son has taken us to Korea, uh, and he's pretty much stayed on holiday ever since. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's where we find ourselves. So, whatever. So we need a bit of fire. We need something from somewhere. We need some uh, hidden reserve of fire and brimstone, and hopefully that'll have the desired result for um, uh, the rest of these games. It's going to be difficult, but as I say, we're going to have to go to Anfield and uh, get something. So, um, but it's been a fun week. You know, an international week where there's nothing to talk no, about. Just... We certainly have a lot to talk about. Mm. I just like the idea of um, you know when you go to a beach out of season and it's freezing cold and you're sitting on the sun lounger with a coat on I just want to imagine that Conte's sitting on a beach with his coat on just looking out to the waves just looking at the uh, the, the, the crest of waves just flopping away and just gives you what the fuck am I doing um, but I would say he won't, be, he won't be staying on the summer and there'll be a fourth window. It's very unlikely, but there you have it. I think um, I'm not really of the... I had a conversation with somebody about uh, if there was a, a situation where you were fighting for top four and it was Ryan Mason or Antonio Conte, you'd probably go Conte. Um, yes, the situation is slightly yeah. different, but even then, even a misfiring Conte is better than the best Ryan Mason at this stage. So that's not to say Ryan Mason might become a hugely successful manager. Um, that, that could all happen but right now yeah. um, and considering we've gone this far this season with it if we're going to have a reset uh, in the summer and maybe switch to a four 
uh, or at least have a, a manager who has the capability of switching to a three and a four from now, now and again. Um, these guys have played it all season. They've been doing it for pretty much two years. Um, just carry on with it. Yes, within within the roles, be freer and attack more. Mm. Um, but I don't think much yeah. needs needs to change. Really, it's more of an attitude. And again, if this this um, this grenade um, that Conte set off, um, you know, has any galvanizing effect, um, we'll, we'll we'll see it straight away. And also, I think it would be completely wasted to have a guy who throws all his team under the bus. And then not see the result of it um, for uh, Everton. You don't waste that good energy, that good, bad, negative no, energy, and then just it throw it away. Because you know the next guys, mm. the next guy's going to come in and say, "Well, it's a new boss, isn't it? It's a new boss, new system. We're not going to, you know, there's an excuse. Yeah, we don't, we're not, we're not playing this week. We just we don't fancy it." Uh, whereas now there's very much nowhere to hide, and he's put it the ball firmly in the players' court. So what, what have you got then? Because after my outburst, you have nowhere to hide. And if you perform in that same uh, lackadaisical way, you are not playing for me. You have, you've, you've spoken collectively. You've spoken you are not playing for me. And then I will piss off. That's that. But you can't uh, yeah. be, be in training all week and say one thing. And then we're going to come to the 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah I don't fancy it. You know, you 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 you've showed the balls yeah. to do stuff in training, and then we're talking about it, and we're we're talking about patterns of plays and 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 uh, systems and sequences and and automations, all of that shit. And then at the ninety minutes, you go, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." <laughs> what well, are you doing all no. week? You and the thing is, he's probably not going to drop anyone. No, he's probably not going to drop anyone. It's kind of going to be well. Now, show me what you've got after that um, rousing speech. Yeah, so. Not much as well, as you say. We, we we might see a bounce from some of them, but yeah, it does seem like an odd, yeah, an odd method. Like drop some of them, Jesus Christ, man! Like yeah. fucking, well, he's yeah. never going to be here, really. Chucks yeah. are in for some games. Yeah. There's got to be some hunger in some of these. It's like Skip's already proven. Yeah, like exactly. Skip's been good. Yeah, he has. Yeah, we've got fucking Dan Juma, and he's bringing Lucas on. All season, so you yeah. like what? Yeah, and this is exactly he's fucking off. So it's not like <laughs> I don't know if he's I don't know if he's thinking because Lucas is like a cult legend because of what happened in Ajax that it we want that. Yeah. We don't. No, we don't. No, we bought a guy. Who, what was it? He scored six goals in the Champions League last season or something. Really did. Yeah, but who will be hungry for it as well? Like he yeah. hasn't. If there is a Tottenham, if there is a Tottenham mentality, which is shit, then he won't have been tainted by it yet. So exactly. fucking chuck the guy in there. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like the, the, like the Milan thing, hmm. we doesn't matter if we lose 2-0 Romero's been sent off and you, you bring on the replacement defender <laughs> to take off the day I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't that has to demoralise a player I mean it would have had to demoralise Kulisevsky Jesus Christ mm. like well, you, I mean this is probably why he's got such a dog shit Champions League record because mm. he just he doesn't I don't think he has the mentality. Like I remember seeing Jose games where it would be the cup and he would end up with like fucking six strikers on the pitch. 
but you're like, that's what you should be doing. Like, you could lose 8 0, no, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. 1 0, 8 0, it doesn't matter. You've but got to go just, for it. Yeah, yeah, bring it on, Davinson. It's like, oh, mate. We'll have to so kill it. This is kind of part of the thing where like, you can't just keep pointing your finger at the players because when you do make changes, they're generally too late and they're just not changing in any way. No. Usually they're de- defensive, like you're bringing on Emerson for Poro. Although, to be fair, he was defending the 3-1 lead, wasn't he? Yeah. But knowing how badly we've been defending, <laughs> what are you thinking? Yeah. yeah. When you consider last season, we were killing people on, over the balls over the top and all that. Yeah. Um, the only way to do it. Um, so, uh, I'll quickly go through the uh, Nottingham. So what really fucked... Not Nottingham, Southampton game. What really pissed me off is that I ended up watching the Southampton-Brentford game to get a steer on the uh, the Southampton team. And all, all, right. all I got was, these guys are in disarray. We get a goal on these guys, they're fucked. Um, but they, I think they're slightly unlucky to lose against Brentford. But the most interesting thing about them is... Apart from the six foot seven striker that we didn't actually see for the um, for the Tottenham game, who were at you, uh, it's their it's their manager, it's their interim manager. So it's Ruben Sellers, thirty nine, uh, master's degree in sports psychology, in Valencia, as a fitness coach, then a data analysis guy in Norway. Then went to Carabag as an assistant manager. Then was in Den- Denmark for a bit. Then came back to Valencia as the under. He's only thirty nine. Then back to uh, Valencia under eighteens. Then FC Copenhagen. Uh, and then uh, somehow uh, the madman Hassenhutl found him as a uh, as an assistant um, to him. And then they got Nathan Jones, and then he's mad, and um, and uh, got a root, well continue with the Ruben Sellers for the rest of the season. Other than that, there's nothing remarkable about uh, Southampton at all, apart from the fact that I hardly know no, yeah. any of their players. Um, um, mm. So. Yeah, but Walker Peters went off injured against Brentford, and I thought, oh, he's their only attacking player, which is not a great claim. Uh, and then, but then he was fine for the Spurs game, curiously enough. Um, and then everybody else was rubbish. So um, the Southampton lot. Um, so we played the usual ourselves again, but at least Poro was playing. Um, yeah. yeah, Forster Romero dialogue laid Poro Davis, uh, Skip Hoyt, Richie, Kane, and Son. So, um, uh, yes, much breakdown. I'll go through all the crap here. Um, so, <laughs> poor, uh, it's a terrible game, so I'll try and skip through it. So, Poro hits a wonderful pass very early on when Son is through on goal and he kicks it backwards. Uh, it was a chance, but a superb glimpse at the the the, the passing prowess of Poro. Um, Richie injured for fuck's sake, four minutes. T- apparently done in the, in the warm-up. I didn't fucking know. Um, uh, cut chop their centre-back. So they lose both their centre-backs. Yeah, dislocation of the elbow or shoulder, I don't know. Um, as Salisu's on. Brilliant. Um... One observation is I don't like Kane points where people should be and then not have the legs to do any of those jobs himself. Uh, but mm. he's anti, he's a god, and he'll have a statue. And But that's what he does. Like, so I was saying, so um, like for England, for example, he has two flyers on the other side that do, does all the running, and he can cleverly yeah. position himself as runners go past him, um, which is fine. But when we've got slightly static guys, it makes things even worse. Um, but that's fine. Poro hits a lovely ball. Uh, Son doesn't fancy it. Okay. Uh, Poro chance. 16. Uh, Kulu out to Poro. Hoos. 
high and over. Brilliant. Uh, Die goes close with the cooler cross. Spurs should be in front 20 minutes. Uh, Kane should feed in Son, doesn't happen. Poro should hit the target. Another chance for Poro. Uh, good move. Son pulls back. Uh, Poro's first touch was slightly high and hoops it over 24. Uh, Kulisevsky, superb drop of shoulder. Uh, doesn't yeah. find cross. That's fine. Bednarek, rib injury. So they've lost their, both their centre backs. It's incredible. So in a team that's in disarray, it's bottom of the league, they've lost both the centre backs. So you would think it would be somewhat of a red letter day for our forwards. Awful Hoiberg flick loses ball. Kane chance 21 ball breaks. I don't know what happened there. Um, Benarek doesn't immediately go off injured, but he walks, hobbles around for for ages. Uh, Southampton have no centre backs. They bring on um, uh, Maitland Niles, uh, horrifically bitty half. Davis injury. What the hell is this? Perisic on. Uh, this is a disgusting amount of injuries. Uh, Solid close, twenty five <laughs> yards, thirty seven. Step over left foot, uh, dragged wide. Oh. And a one nil. Poro, superb. Uh, Southampton ripped apart. Um, Son assist. Um, um, and Pora has the freedom of the park. I think it's Perro gets tucked in, and then somehow I thought there was—I I thought there was some kind of uh, error, or there was an offside to allow Poro to be in that much space to yeah, uh, hammer home high into the net rather than in the corner. But built it, built it. You do. Um, um, Great. Then that's the second half. So there's the, the, the video that was doing rounds about um, the Spurs players in the tunnel and Hoiberg telling all the players to concentrate because Southampton have a quick start in the second half. They did. 45 seconds later, Adams tapped in a, a sleepy uh, taps in a ball from Walker after uh, between Perisic and Longley, who have a, a, a hideous um, combination of lack of pace. Uh, around the back. <laughs> yeah. Walcott is 34 now, would you believe? Uh, mm. Simply knocks the ball in and then uh, Adams untidily somehow gets the outside of his right foot. Uh, so fucking thick, everyone. Uh, terrible start, not matching their effort in any way. And this could be something that, that uh, Conte would refer to later on. Perisic shot uh, Malin Niles. Uh, 2-1 Kane, what a cross from Kulisevsky, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, well, exactly what we come to expect. Kill, uh, cuts inside, swings a lovely um, in-swinger. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, they don't have any centre-backs, so there's a good chance that uh, if the delivery is right, the, we will score. 3-1, Perisic, finally. Ball breaks uh, and a tidy finish. First goal for Spurs, 75th minute. 2-3, Walcott. Loose defending, simple cross, 25. Uh, Forster, a big save after that. Good. God, what's going on here? Uh, nothing wrong with Skip. Yellow wins the ball. Uh, wins the ball. Akulu and Pora off. Sam Royal on 84. Penalty. Terrible decision. No contact. And Maitland Niles oh, goes over easily as he's exiting the penalty area. It's midair. He's flicked it's mid- it. It's midair. He's it looks not like he's, it. Looks like he's looking for it. He buys yeah, it. He's achieved what he wanted to in terms exactly. of flicking it to his teammate. So yeah. you haven't stopped him from doing anything. You've barely touched the fucking guy. And he looks yeah, like he's going shambles. over. Yeah. And the referee buys it. But we have a, a key mechanism that is in place for situations like this when uh, a player gets a penalty and it's given. 
whereby the, there's a review system available to you to check whether um, you've been conned. You, uh, you, I'm, I'm amazed. Uh, this goes back to referees never playing the game before, but surely at the kick around when they know somebody has gone over easily. He's like, wait a minute, is this mm. guy conned me? Oh, I'm going to have to have a look mm. at that. And um, one he's either not told to, or the decision is made for him, or yeah. he's made a decision and the guys are like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> carry on. Um, yeah, I was convinced that they wouldn't, they wouldn't give it. So I think that every was angle that they showed on a replay showed no considerable contact. Yeah. There's another inconclusive. And given the context um, of everything else, yeah. it, you're like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's three all completely undeserved. <laughs> but there you go, and then long play the chance right at the end to win it. Uh, so yes, uh, this is the, the Conte comes into the uh, the press conference after with that ringing in his ears. I, I find it interesting. Um, uh, so he apparently his thing is, and like a lot of people do that in the dressing room. He just doesn't say anything and lets people stew, and then just leaves. Um, yeah. which is absolutely fine. So it's not a situation where he's given an indication that he's going to go to the press conference and hang everybody out to dry. But they, most of those guys would have known Burnley last season, and that's what happened. So I think a few people would have worked it out, what was coming. Yeah. Because, um, uh, yeah, he's certainly not going to say, right, boys, I'm going to go out there and fucking grill all of you. Um, just so you know. Mm. It's going to be wild out there. Um, just you know, hold on to your butts, and um, I'll, I'll speak to you. Uh, I'll speak to you on the bus. Uh, but it's, this is going to be fun. You wait, <laughs> you wait, you wait till I get get hold of these guys. I want to say these guys, you. Um, so that didn't happen. So the silent yeah. treatment. He just went out there and did his did his thing, and then the only the players would have known on the bus on their phones that all this shit would have been going on. And then, yeah. and then, and then, conversations would have happened on the bus, and They'd maybe somebody would have confronted him on the bus. You, you never know. You never know. Mm. And then, or he has a press conference. Well, everybody fucks off after that. So the only opportunity to speak is that is on that bus. Maybe he does like one of those one of those tour guides on those on those buses going, uh, uh, and then he does a Q and A with his little microphone oh, on the mic. bus. Yeah, maybe he does a Q and A. Struggling um, up and down so the aisle. Yeah, so it's these really long. Yeah, the really long cable, yeah. Um, uh, he's constantly adjusting behind himself. This is kind of big. Um, yeah, so there would have been some kind of conversation. Has to be some kind of conversation because their phones would have been pinging. Did you see this? What the fuck? Um, always going to leave it two weeks and then and then let it all die down. Uh, uh, and depending on the reaction of uh, our owners... Um, I don't think they would have had no inkling that this was coming or there would have been some information from some of the Spurs backroom people that something was boiling up or something was brewing um, Yeah, I don't think this would have been yeah. a shock and been, considering that it's happened last season they were, they were due up yeah but this is it there, maybe there were some telltale signs during after the Burnley game like as you say I don't know how often exactly. maybe if he is silent and just walks out of the changing room after the yeah. end of the match, like, maybe he only Boys. did that against Burnley last year. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. And then that's another factor. Maybe the timing of his explosion 
was so that the players were fucking off on international duty. So exactly, they could stew in it for an extra two weeks. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I honestly, I honestly don't know. So, uh, speculation is flying around. Uh, lots of podcasts talking about how he's gone, and they, um, it's inevitable. And everybody, twenty-four to forty-eight hours after this record, hey, maybe even by the time you listen to this, he'll be gone. Um, I <laughs> don't know. I don't know. And the fact that he started Burnley last season. And he hasn't done it again this year, and he hasn't had the opportunity because of various factors and he's been unwell. This is the moment. He's got mm. 10 games left. Uh, I would I would, I would, would definitely, like I said before, I, I think it would be a complete waste of this, um, of this grenade um, to, not, to not see what it does, not to see what the reaction is. And if, if there is no reaction, that's fine. Be on your way. Who cares? Nine games and Ryan Mason. Um, but again, if yeah. I'm a Newcastle or, or, or Liverpool uh, fan, um, I'd want Ryan Mason in charge over Antonio Conte. Yeah. And if Antonio yeah. Conte is going over anyway, we all know it. Who cares? Let's just roll on till the end of the season. Um, uh, it might even yeah. liberate everybody. I think they should. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I think it feels like it's an opportunity. Like, okay, cool. I'm not. I'm off in the summer. Therefore. Yeah. I don't need to be your mate. So almost have like those, you see those fucking shows where kids get sent to boot camp yep. and they're just fucking abused for weeks until yep. they amend their ways. But so Conte should basically be in training screaming how shit everybody is. <laughs> just yep. the entire fucking time throughout training. Every shot, that was shit. Every purse, that was shit. Just fuck it. Just have this guy just hurling abuse. Caning yeah. the players. Yeah. Knowing that it's going to end. The players know it's going to end. Hmm. But it's like almost some sort of Green Beret training. Just like you've just got to have this guy just kicking your ass for the next nine games. Light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So fuck it, why not? Yeah. Say there's, there's no point in him trying the fake. Well, I don't know. He may. I don't think he will. Recede into his shell and just kind of be like. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, you're great. Well done. If he does any of that, it's it's absolutely worthless, and he should he, he should go. But also, if you should consider on the continent, they do this a lot. A lot. They managers don't hang around that long. Yeah. You might get um, an Italian manager just bouncing around teams. They they do it. They do it quite a lot. It's only over here that we seem to have this idea of handing out ex, ex, extravagantly long contracts and. Um, then ending ending up uh, paying people off and making them extremely rich for absolutely fuck all. Yeah, how often does it actually succeed? Yeah, I mean yeah. everybody's obviously everybody's looking at Wenger and Ferguson like, well, that's that's the benchmark. Yeah, it doesn't happen. It doesn't. It doesn't happen, happen anymore. Like five, so, six, yeah, six, seven years. Like Klopp is fucked. They they're now. He's he's. I wouldn't be surprised if he was kind of thinking, I don't fancy this. Well, because he's got. It's, it's a pretty epic task for them to sort themselves out. So I'm yeah. surprised if he fucks off. Pep is probably hanging on just to find out, are we going to get relegated and then do one? But he's, you would assume he's coming to the end of it as well. No, you don't want anybody to be there for 20 fucking years. Come on, man. No. It would be impossible to be successful for 20 years in the current in the current I mean successful as in winning shit every year yeah, yeah it wouldn't yeah. be possible 
So yeah. we're, we're never going to see the likes of that again. So you do kind of need to prepare for, I'd say, an ideal, I would think, six. Six years. I think six, yeah. Six years. I think that's a good, that's a good number. But... Um, yeah, finals. As I said, it's his, his first finals. full season. I would give. I would definitely. I still would give him a fourth, a fourth window. Um, and, and he said it was three or four windows, and he's only going to get three if it all um, goes tits up. Um, but then, then again, you know, if we're building for next season, try and get what you can. Try and get all that's good. This is a wonderful opportunity you have. You know he's going, so there's no situation where you you don't have all the time of the world to absorb um, mm. all the good that Antonio Conte can give uh, your team and your own personal performance. So extract what you can while you can and just have it as a learning experience for the next few months. Yes, he's not going to be here after that, we don't think. But, okay, it's borrowed time, so it's finite. So get what you can. As one of the players out there, get what you can out there. Uh, be a sponge. Take all the interesting information. Because, you know, this, this is, Contes is a guy who's done a lot of things. And for fuck's sake, he played yeah. in the midfield with Zidane, for Christ's sake. You know, you just... Yeah. There's a lot to know. If, you, if you're ever interested in the game, just look at what he's been doing in the game. Uh, as a player, fuck the management stuff, fuck the match fixing shit, um, of which that would be quite interesting as well. You know, if you have a chat to him about that. But you know, he's played with, with Zidane, so he knows some shit. He knows he knows some shit. So take what you can in in the few moments that you have together. I think, uh, and then uh, if we do play slightly more expansive next season, remember those moments when the shit hits the fan, and like in all games that you have to batten down the hatches and try a bit of that catenaccio shit. But you do that naturally because you've been uh, trained so extensively for the last couple of years. Um, you might turn your back on it, but there'll be a bit of there will be a bit of that in the back of your head where you you're, you're reminded of it, and it's not something that's scary anymore. And um, mm. unfortunately, I think it's wasted on some of the players that we have. We've got guys on the wane, or guys who aren't good enough. So you kind yeah. of what is that information to Davinson Sanchez? It really is nothing. We've already established <laughs> that he couldn't work out how to take anything good from Jan Vertonghen or Toby Alderweireld, two exemplars yeah. of the fucking game. He couldn't pick up any information, mm. not even by mistake, to uh, <laughs> enhance or, and, and fix any flaws in his game. In fact, he's gone worse with worse. all of that knowledge. Yeah. It's, he's, he's used that knowledge for worse. It's, um, it's it's quite astonishing. So he's not going to pick up anything from Conte. Uh, Dyer similarly, Dyer physically can't do it. So all the information doesn't really do anything. You can't get close. And, you know, if you've got an Italian guy, it's about getting close to fucking people up. He can't even get close to fuck people up. So when Conte talks about uh, egoista, there's situations where it's, it's also self-preservation. If I have a centre-back who doesn't want yeah. to go into a difficult area because he doesn't want to expose himself, that's a selfish act. That is an mm. egotistical act. You're just trying to preserve your hide to the detriment of the team. So it, mm. there's all of that going on because uh, you need a few elements, a few heroes. If we had more uh, Romero's in this fucking team, and it was telling, it was only Romero's Instagram post that got any traction about, yes, it's, we are a team. Yeah. I love this guy. I've not been here at this club. I've not been here a long time. All of that stuff. Um, we yeah. need more guys like that. 
rather than the Hoybergs who tell us at halftime, really stay concentrated and 45 seconds later. I mean, I would probably keep that advice to yourself if that's the uh, if that's the result. <laughs> 45 seconds after you telling everybody to batten down the hatches and keep it tight. I mean, either not listening to you or it's a completely worthless enterprise. It's... Um, so there we find ourselves. Um, I... It's going to be an interesting week. I don't want any more Chelsea uh, scumbags. I don't care whether he's, uh, you know, Thomas Tuchel's, uh, there's been chat today. Today is the Thomas Tuchel chat. Uh, there'll be someone else yeah, tomorrow. But I cannot be asked with another Chelsea bastard with an axe to grind. I just don't need it. I want a guy fresh who hasn't, um, been ruined by that that horrible club, and um, yeah. and we there's no reason for us on earth to validate what Chelsea uh, are up to. We should have a situation where our situation where our managers are people that Chelsea um, Chelsea want to get, not this other way around, this morbid Frankenstein way of doing things um, that kind of keeps up with the Joneses and maybe keeps us in conversations mm. with Super Leagues and sponsors and stadium rights and all of that nonsense. Maybe that is effective in the same way that, you know, we've had Mourinho and Conte just to keep Kane here, but now Kane's 30 and, and everybody's more of the opinion, right? It wasn't a question of trying to get more out of Kane because Kane will score whether he's having a good time or a bad time. Because so, he's that is just that simple-minded in that sense. He's just I will just keep scoring anyway. Yeah, am I having a good time or a bad time? Are these are all sophisticated feelings that I don't possibly have. I'm not. I don't have them within me. So I'm just going to keep kicking the ball in that direction, in the, in the little rectangle. Uh, it doesn't make any difference. But to other people, it doesn't matter whether they're playing with a smile on their face or not. And yeah. uh, there are ten other guys on the pitch that don't think like Harry Kane. So. Um, we're going to have to accommodate that. Yes, and we've got a, a new new side, new people, and they're still not, you know, some of these guys are only in their second season. Yeah, and we're talking to them like they've yeah. been here forever. Um, you know, you've got Hoybjerg, is what, it's his third season, I think, now? Um, and yeah. with all of those transfers yeah. that didn't work, and who's going to come back next season? Uh, well, I don't see the sense of Dombele coming back, but... Um, Jed Spence is going to be back. Brian Hill, I'd like to see back. Um, so it's yeah, it's all up and about. So in the moment, you've got Conte for this finite amount of time. Get what you can, extract what you can, get this good stuff in there, and priceless stuff that you, you, to enhance and augment your whatever elements in your game that you need uh, looking at. So I think that's yeah. the that's the opinion to have of this shit um, at the moment. And that, and that could be liberating. And I think this outburst is definitely a Spurly moment. Again, I don't think we, um, it's kind of a difficult thing really, because um, football Twitter isn't, uh, isn't really real. and isn't indicative of, it's only kind of half of the story. And the, the, the half yeah. of the story that Twitter tells is just the hysterical bit. There isn't, and it's all the worst bits because it's, it's just the, the most interesting bits. Yeah. yeah, it's just the hysterical stuff. So you're talking in, in, a, in, in a room full of every, every, in a room where everyone's screaming. So mm. you're not going to get much sense out of it. Um, 
But unfortunately, yeah. that's where I conduct all my uh, my, <laughs> my, <laughs> my conversations. So it's you do you do find a certain nowhere it's, else. Yeah, it's nowhere else. I'm just in a screaming room with other people screaming, going, "Hey, let's look at this. What about this, guys?" <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear. Could you stop screaming, please? Uh, okay, you scream first. Hold on, hold on, wait there. I just didn't catch that. For pauses. I didn't catch that. You were, you were spitting. You were spitting there. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's tricky. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's that's what we got. That's what we got. Um, uh, we got another week and a bit. It's going to be, you know, there'll be a new story every day because. Um, uh, it's, it's the absolute, absolute gift for uh, journos as well. Um, it's really quiet. It's the international break, nothing going on. And, and Conte gives us this gift um, that we can all enjoy and speculate. We can speculate for well, two weeks now while Conte sitting on his sun lounger with his, with his coat on. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, it's and so, be yeah, that's where, every, that's, that's where know, it is. Under the sun. Yeah, yeah, and um, and I think there's something in in the. Uh, I would, if I'm a manager out there, just doing whatever I'm doing, whether I'm Pochettino or Majeski, or Tuchel, trying on new snapback hats, whatever he's doing, um, I I wouldn't want to touch this until the beginning of the season. I almost want a clean slate. Um, because if I come in as a new manager, as Pochettino comes in, and the next ten games are shit, that's him fucked for. That's him fucked. That's, legacy, that's over. Yeah. It's over. And in yeah. any situation where you don't have the opportunity to, because I think with us, us now, and I, don't, and I hate it, and it's a terrible situation. We're just a joke and a mess, like everybody else. Um, you only have one hit with Daniel Levy as well. In terms of signings, if you yeah. don't make your first signing, that's an absolute like like the Romero type signing. If you don't get one of those, you're not going to get your your targets. And if that first ten games are shit, uh, your 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 targets will become club's targets very quickly uh, in the summer. So yeah. uh, yes, have the conversations, but don't get burnt by this particular thing right now. I could I would stick with Conte to the rest of the season for the rest of the season unless. Um, um, he would have to do something extraordinary, like, like name names, single out players. Yeah, do do a do a Hoiberg and, and and specify, but I don't think that was the purpose of his um, outburst. No, no. Uh, no so well, I think stick with him. On the, uh, yeah, totally. Because he was yeah. kind of talking about owners. Because he specifically said the owners. It's like it's been twenty years. You've had the yeah, same owners. Yeah. You haven't won anything. And then supposedly to the board, he had to say, "No, nah, I wasn't talking about you guys. We fucking did." Because you said the owners. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah exactly as you said. It's, it's, it's him just exploding, just, just, just shouting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was obviously to get a reaction. He's not. He's not trying to suddenly change the culture of the club because I don't think he really gives a shit. It's, he doesn't give a shit. It's just no. him doing what is, it's, he's doing the thing, the only thing that's asked of him which is to get the players to play. So. Exactly, exactly. It's lighting a fire up their asses and away they go. Yeah, we're going to do it. And you can, you can only play that card once a season, I think. And we'll, and we'll see. And if it doesn't work, nine games and absolutely give it to, give it to Ryan and whoever else wants to do it. Um, I reckon... 
The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan National Team Have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions. Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes.